So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Hello, everybody. This week's up, folks? Well, it's for real. It's for real. With T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. I love No <laughs> Stupid Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Real. Okay. Tanya, your question real. for tonight. No. Wow, wow, All right. Stupid. So, questions. <laughs> no stupid questions. Jack. No stupid questions. Welcome to this episode. Of My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the No Stupid Questions show. Happy Black History Month. Happy February. Happy Black History Month. You have Jag and T. Leash, your co-hosts. T. Leak, your co-host. I was gonna. I, I was just gonna let you go with that. Yeah, and I think I'm Jag. <laughs> this is a show where we have two smart people, and you may question that from what you just heard. <laughs> but it is a show where you have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. T. Leak, what do you have for us today? Well, we may debate whether or not we got two smart people, but. It is definitely Black History Month, and I do have a stupid question. Okay, okay. So the question is, in honor of Black History Month, is Black History Month really for white folks? Is Black History Month really for white folks? I am going to say no. So you want to give me your answer and you want to discuss it or you want me to go into some details? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that I did do a little research and that before I did the research, my answer was yes. (laughs) And after I did the research, it's not supposed to be, but it's (laughs) the way that it's presented now. It is. So tell me, tell me your answer since I don't know if you have any specific reasons for well i guess at a very basic level i don't think you can have involuntary students so if black history month was really for white folks i don't think you have enough white folks who really are interested and will actively participate in black history month for that to be the aim of black history month so i think it is for black people and actually i think we have a lot of educating of black people on our history. So I think it still serves maybe that original purpose that you talked about from the history that you read. (laughs) So I will say that, well, one, I don't know if I just, I agree with you on the fact that you can have an involuntary student. There are many things that I have learned that I would have preferred not to learn. So let's just say that. (laughs) So as a student of life now, again, in a classroom, maybe, but yeah. Okay, so okay. on top of that, I, I think that the initial intent, and certainly the research I did, and I'll talk about that in a moment. I mean, it was initially created by Carter G. Woodson, uh, who is a historian, and it was a week, and it was intended to celebrate the people and not necessarily specific individuals, again, according to, to the, the background. And, and so I do think that the intent in establishing it was to allow black people. And I think when, you know, we talked about this on our last last year's show about Black History Month, you know, when I was younger, it was programs and projects and, you know, you had to put together a a collage and, you you know, all of the posters up on the walls were about various 
people who had done something phenomenal in, in the history. So I think it was intended that way, but where it's come to now, it seems as if it's really focused on trying to get white people to understand the history and to use that history to really give us some credit. <laughs> I guess I can't, I can't think of a, that's the, that is the most basic way for me to say it. So you think the current efforts put toward Black History Month is an attempt by Black people to get credit from white folks? So I don't, I don't feel like it's an intentional thing to, to get credit. So speaking of involuntary, I think it's one of those things that it's almost as if it's become more important for white people because a lot of the history that we talk about, especially if you go back, we've, you know, like I said, I have heard about, you know, I mean, everybody always uses MLK, you know, I mean, everybody knows about MLK. I mean, that goes across white, black, you know, anybody else, you know, they always have the black inventors, right? So they have the Benjamin Bannockers and the, all of the people that I learned about when I was 10 seem to be the ones that always seem to keep coming up. And so it was an eye-opening thing for me to to become aware of this organization, the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, which was established by Carter G. Woodson and, and a uh, partner of his, Jesse E. Moreland, was a minister that helped found the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. And, you know, that organization is dedicated to researching and promoting achievements by Black folks and people of African descent. And they have a theme every year and all these things that I didn't even know about. And so what's interesting is when I asked the question, I was thinking, you know, the way it, it seems to happen now is it really is not teaching us anything, us meaning Black people. And so it really seems like it's really to, 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 to teach white people about the history that they don't learn in school. But then I, you know, found out about the origins and how it has been brought forward. And I, I feel like I'm missing out, in all honesty, or have been missing out. Okay. So, so that was just, just to get the history correct. That was 1926 is when the Association for the Study of, and at the time it was called Negro Life and History. Yes. Had the first black, I'm sorry, Negro History Week, 1926. Correct. Since the name has changed to African American from Negro, because we don't we don't like to hear the word Negro, except I have an affinity for it, but that's a different story. <laughs> well, I yeah, and that. it 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 means you know in Spanish it means black, so it's like, eh, but anyway, right. yes, we'll we'll have to have a separate show about that. Let me write that down, Negro. Okay. <laughs> right. So interestingly, President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month in 1976. Right. And what he said was, and I don't know if this is his words or the proclamation, it was to seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. I like that. That seems to say it's really, it's to honor Black folks, but it's to provide, again, some credit to right. the, those who did not get credit right. previously. So, so here's where I may differ from from your stance on this. I do think you, 
are, are very aware of the accomplishments of Black Americans throughout history. But I also think you probably stand in a, I'm not gonna say unique, because there are a group of people, a large group of people who understand the accomplishments of African-Americans. But I think there are a lot of people that don't, a lot of Black people that don't. And I think probably similar to what Carter G. Woodson was thinking, maybe, I'm not a mind reader, especially from the grave, but a lot of Black people don't understand how much we've contributed to this society and how great our, great our contribution and our impact has been on American life. And it's kind of like a kid needs to see a role model so they can know that the path is possible for them. I think Black History Month still, if it's carried out the right way, serves as a tool to let little Black boys and girls understand that despite the odds that are put in front of them, they can achieve great things in this country. So for me, that is still the purpose of Black History Month. Because as I hear people who maybe have not studied what you've studied or may have not been in the institutions that you've been in, they still think that, you know, Black people haven't accomplished anything or are not capable of accomplishing anything. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I, th I think that there, you know, there is a diversity uh, within the Black population. So I, I appreciate you pointing that out and reaffirming that we are a, a, a diverse body of, of folk. And I think that it's really interesting. I'm actually working with a, a group from my high school, which is a predominantly white high school. And, you know, we have been putting together some stuff around the history of medical experimentation on Black folks. And it's interesting because I, I, I did have a thought that I was like, okay, this is part of our history. It does not highlight any accomplishments. And I actually did think about the fact that we should probably have something to, to, to counter this <laughs> and have something celebratory. It just, ha it, I have to tell you, just kind of finding out about this and knowing about the organization, that the organization is still around today the ASALH, for those of you who want to look it up, ASALH.org, and we'll leave a link. There is a theme that they have every year that, you know, is, is supposed to be in the Black family is the theme for this year, uh, for every month, uh, every Black History Month, excuse me. And, you know, I... I, I actually feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not as aware as I should be. Um, and, and I'm glad we're doing this show because I think more people, I hope more people will become aware. And yeah, I really, I really think that there is a lot that Black folks will benefit from now that I've, my eyes have been opened, I guess I'll say it that way. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm torn on history, I guess, now that I have these, these kids, I'm trying to help <laughs> grow up and be productive and positive black citizens. I'm torn on what history you, you, you teach them. You know, we broke a mirror in our, our vehicle, uh, a side mirror in our vehicle and it took me forever to change it, but I finally took it out the day to change it, but I didn't have a chance to put it back in before my wife needed to run an errand, mm -hmm. uh, ran an errand with the kids. 
and I wasn't in the car, but she said, interestingly, my middle child said, we're going to get pulled over and shot because we don't have a mirror in our, a side mirror in our car. Wow. She had seen some, I, I don't, I guess there's so many incidents. I, I have a hard time keeping all of them, but she had interpreted one of the police incident, one of the police killings of, of a black person because they didn't have a mirror in, in their car. And, you know, tail lights, mirrors, front lights, I guess it's, it's all similar. So while I am glad that she was aware of some of the atrocities that are visited upon black folks, I don't know if it's good for her to know about those things, if she's gonna have these fears on what ended up being a simple run to the store. I've done a lot of research. There've been 3,000 to 4,000 lynchings in America of black people. That we know of. That we know of. But that's not the stories I wanna teach. That's not the black history that I wanna highlight. You know, far too often in my opinion, those things are highlighted and I think it has an impact on us. And, and I guess <laughs> sort of the piggyback on what you said, I think there needs to be a counter to the program that, that y'all are putting on at the school that's, that is positive. I think we need to, when, when you're trying to encourage a child to do something, you, you say seven things positive for every negative thing that you say. And, and that's the kind of ratio I'd like to see on, on Black history as well. Let's talk about seven positive things before we talk about something bad that happened. Seems like we're getting a little far away from the question about whether or not Black History is for white folks, but well, I, I, Black History Month. Black History Month, right? Well, I I think that what we're saying is is that it's for it's for everyone. I think it's it is for white folks, but it's also for Black folks, right? I think you know, in the words of that, that you mentioned, of Gerald Ford, who officially recognized it. He was calling upon the public, right, to seize the opportunity to honor the two often neglected accomplishments. And one other thing that I had read said that actually Carter G. Woodson thought that by the 50s, by the time he died, he thought that this would no longer be needed. Right. Because Black history would become an integral part of American history and that accomplishments of Black Americans would be recognized. And unfortunately, that has not come to pass. And I, I think there is an opportunity for all of us to come together to find these spaces that need light shed on them and that can be celebrated together, right? Because many of these accomplishments that we're talking about benefited us all, right. right? When we talk about inventions, when we talk about, I mean, even the music that <laughs> we all listen to, you know, I mean, hip hop, we talk about it sometimes. I mean, yes, that originated with Black Americans, but there are many non-Blacks that enjoy it <laughs> today. And, and so, move the art forward. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And other other opportunity for a show um <laughs> yeah plenty of shows then. just so, keep listening I, <laughs> I think that this is this is really a wake-up call for me and and I don't want to leave without 
talking about the fact that the 2021 theme, and we will do a show on it. Let's, let's just put that out there because we, we like to walk our own talk and we want to have a call to action, but we want it to be a call to action for us too. The 2021 theme is the Black family, representation, identity, and diversity. And you can read all about it on the ASLH website. There's a downloadable printable PDF. And 2022 is Black Health and Wellness. So leading up to that, we're going to have a lot of stuff. I'm excited. Oh, they've got it through 2023. And then 2023 is Anti-Black Violence and Resistance in the Diaspora. So I, I didn't even know that they had looked ahead. I just looked at the 2021. So I'm very excited that it is for me now and that I have something to, I mean, I am, I am a voluntary student <laughs> and I am, I, I love being a student. I love soaking things up, especially things that have to do with my culture and that to your point, I think build, build us up. And it's very important to have those uh, seven for everyone as you were talking about or more. So I'm excited. And I don't think we're far off the topic. I think what we've determined is that it is for white folks, but it is also, it's not exclusively for them. Okay, so there was one aspect I wanted to talk about a little bit. How, how do, if it's for white folks, how do we make it impactful when it seems like there's a lot of resistance to talking about these issues outside of the black community? Maybe there's resistance in the black community as well. So the question is, what are the issues that you're talking about? That are, that are receiving resistance? Yes. Well, let's take the show at your alma mater high school. If it gets into the fact that there were atrocities visited on Black people, I'm assuming that's not going to be that popular a topic with the white audience. So... What I have learned from this question and the research that I did afterwards and this conversation that we're having is that the reason why there's this pushback is because we've focused largely, not to say that it can't be a part of, but we focus largely on the painful parts of history. And interestingly enough, I think it's why I asked the question in the first place is that this, the painful part, we are very almost painfully aware of. And it would be nice, it would be refreshing for all of us to actually spend more of our time. Again, not to say that that stuff doesn't have to be dealt with, because it does. But if we spend more of our time, it actually creates positive feelings that can bring us together to have the conversations about the hard stuff, the painful stuff. So I am thinking to your point, not just countering it with one event, but multiple events. And re really, yeah, really, really taking this to heart. And, and I think just the, the, the environment that we're in, where there is this, this, this polarization and this, a lot of the race friction that uh, exists in the US today, I think it does, it has made me more conscious of the fact that this is Black History Month. And I'm now more conscious also of how we can use it to, to come together as opposed to pull apart. So it was interesting that you brought up 
people have issues with it. And I think it's because of that. It's because it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the involuntary student. You're an involuntary student when everything that you talk about feels heavy. You have and to have balance. It's guilt, it's guilt laden. Yes. yes. It, it, you know, and, and again, it's not to say that that stuff, but it makes it easier to come to that voluntarily if you've got these other spaces that you, you occupy as well. Well, I thank you. I thank you. I think you hit on it. So for all of the people listening who put on programming, consider this positive over negative and <laughs> maybe you should and in heavy program. doses. Well, and maybe like this, you should do a program first on the history of Black History Month. <laughs> and then you should do something related to the theme that, again, comes from the organization that started it all the Black family, representation, identity, and diversity. And, and you know, it's interesting because as, as I think about that, that is really the diversity within our families. If you look at me and if you see the, the texture of my hair right in this back corner right here, <laughs> you'll know that there's probably some white running through my face. <laughs> You haven't done the DNA test yet. I have not done the DNA test. I got to get on that. But, you know, we, we, we share a lot. And to be able to talk about that, I think that's, that's worthwhile. So I'm just putting that out there to stay tuned for our stupid question about family, the well, black I'm family. I'm looking forward to that because the black family is a, is a beautiful and interesting and could be a comical thing as well. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that discussion. All right. So have said, I think we've also come to some alignment on our answer for this question. I think Whether so. or not Black History Month is, is, is for white folks. It's for everybody. It's coming together. Kumbaya. <laughs> We're not there yet, but this is this is this is actually a, a great call to action. It really is to really think, consider, be aware of what's out there for you to celebrate in order to make the the those difficult conversations easier. That's right. All all leading to sleeping better at night for all parties. Seven million hours, baby. <laughs> No stupid questions. No stupid questions. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>